Black and Married, YBM, we are back. back. We are here to talk to you about in-laws. Absolutely. In-laws, in-laws, in-laws. Before we get started, we'd like to start off with our why. Our why, why we do this show. We want to encourage strong marriages and relationships to entertain and to educate or edutain, if you will. Awesome. Yeah, we're expecting you to be blessed, inspired, and encouraged to keep advancing and moving in life as well as your marriage, and we will do the same, okay? Yes. So our, our episode is going to be awesome today, and we're talking, like my husband said, about in-laws. in-laws. Raise your hand if you love your in-laws. We Yay. Raise his hand. <laughs> <laughs> our wisdom word today is respect and love your in-laws in word and deed. Mm. Um Respect and love them and and how you speak about them and what you do around them, for them. Um, Just love and respect them. You really can't go wrong when you love and respect someone. Correct. That is correct. Yes. And we like to kick it off to start off with um, before you get married, (laughs) you have to make an honest assessment of your future spouse's family right that is just (laughs) (laughs) that is everything that is the whole show ladies and gentlemen (laughs) good night (laughs) we'll talk to you later so you want to go to a family meal (laughs) before you get married yeah that that don't you don't want to do the you know the i don't know somewhat semi-popular vegas thing like you know get just get hitched or whatever no, you want to you want to know you want to learn about this family and I think you want to do it. No, I know you want to do it extensively. Mm-hmm. Um cuz that's wisdom. Um yeah, so when you marry um your spouse, you also marry into the family and you should assess the family prior to marriage and decide <laughs> if you want to be <laughs> a member or not. <laughs> Because you don't want to go into, well, we say that for for many reasons. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you know you should see what you're getting into, because they come from this. This is who they, this is what they come from. You know these people. Just observe. You know, go to the family function and just kind of get a chair and sit back. And like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you want to have you want to have an idea in your mind. Number one, what is this family like? How do they interact with one another? How will you fit into this family? Um, right. If you dislike the family, that is not magically going to go away when you say I do. Right. I do. Right. Uh, and I, some people don't spend as much time with family as others. Some people live in other states and it's literally a one-time occurrence. But even still, you should also you know, be aware that oftentimes your spouse will have the traits of their family. So Right. Even if it's not um, as... Because sometimes you can be marrying um, somebody who's not exactly like you know very clear cut like their family members mm-hmm. they may not be as loud or they mm-hmm. may not be as quiet or mm-hmm. this into sports or whatever mm-hmm. but um they're going to have some kind of tra- trait or you know mm-hmm. direct lineage of 
how they their family acts and how that affects them yeah. because that's all they know yeah that's where they that's where they came from and that's where their main influence is mm-hmm. especially 24 7 and growing up in the house yeah and just yeah like no notice how your spouse interacts with their family that most likely will remain the same when you marry it might not but just like take note of these things be aware of them you know um how yeah. do they interact with their mom how do yeah. they interact with their dad yeah is she super disrespectful with her family is he super disrespectful his is he is she super clingy with her mom why and why are these mm-hmm. what are, whether the whatever the answer is to those questions why is that yeah dig into that ask um ask the the family members you know whether it be mom dad or older brother older sister you know what do you think about my potential spouse like well you know like what mm-hmm. what do you what do you think i could benefit that you could tell me about them as far <laughs> i'm serious so when when we got married my <laughs> brothers told my husband like what did they tell you <laughs> get on bro no, i'm just kidding what did they say um well, as far as what about what i was like because he was you know my father passed away so he talked to them when he wanted to marry me yeah and i think my older brother told me that he said we told justin you were crazy <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if they said that or not no i mean they basically said you were great and that we're you're i mean we were young we were i mean we're still young we're young black and married right but um they long story short they were approving of us getting married they just wanted us to wait because they would like to see us mature more Mm. but yeah that's another episode right (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, if you got some, uh, if the in-laws will tell the dirt on your uh, potential spot. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't do that. <laughs> Hilarious. All right. Here are some good questions to ask. Yeah. Your spouse. Number one, where will we spend holidays? How often will we be at the in-laws home? Will in-laws be allowed to watch our children? Why or why not? Yes. Some families have drug addictions. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever instance, you know, there even, you know, there's dark issues going on with sexually. Because that is a very, very, that's serious. It's a very, very common thing. Mm. I hate to say it. Sadly, in families is like, um, you know, sexual abuse or Mm -mm -mm. when it evolves with children that i mean be careful I, i'm who telling you, let, you watch your kids i'm telling you you yeah we when in doubt don't <laughs> yeah when in doubt yeah don't mm-hmm. yeah when will the in-laws be uh able to come over are they able to come over uninvited or not how long will they stay will we visit the in-laws weekly some people go over to their mom's house every sunday is that something you're comfortable with? Like, discuss these things right. um, before you get married. And if you're already married and you're like, we've got in-law issues. Yeah. Um, it's better to... Yeah, handle it on the front end. It is. It's better to handle it on the front end when you're entering in because then you don't have bad habits that you got to now break. But if you do look up and you realize, you know what? Um, I visit my mom every Sunday and my husband's irritated with it. You need to get back. Address it. Whatever issues you might have, like take a non, um, 
a non like aggressive or a calm environment, a calm, you know, don't talk about it when you're arguing about it. Take a moment, maybe after dinner. Hey, let's talk about something. And then maybe ask these questions to your spouse and like lay some ground rules down um, and see if you can reassess and fix it. Because some marriages do end because of the in-laws. Yes. Um, Sad, but some of them do. So if if rifts are taking place, like you should definitely address them. Nip it in the bud early. Have yeah. the tough conversations mm-hmm. early. Tough question and answer sessions early. Mm-hmm. Beginning, preferably mm-hmm. before you get married. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna talk more about you know dealing with conflict later on. But yeah, and also yeah, like even I mean for us for example, mm-hmm. holidays because mm-hmm. a lot of people get shocked when when I <laughs> when I talk about this. <laughs> But Ariel's family do not celebrate Christmas. Yeah, we don't. And they've never done it. And everybody always like look at me like, oh, she Jehovah Witness or oh, she Muslim. Like, you know I'm. <laughs> you what? Like no, you know I'm not married outside <laughs> outside of what I believe. But um, no, she her family does not celebrate Christmas mm-hmm. um, for uh, certain reasons that her father established. Um, and their family um, years ago, years mm-hmm. before I was even in the picture. <laughs> and um, my family does celebrate Christmas. We we cherish that. <laughs> we cherish that <laughs> December 25th um, um, very near and dear because it's a very, you know, um, great time where we just have fun. We laugh. We joke. We eat dinner together. We just spend the entire day together. And it's just a great time. We're not too much focused on Santa Claus. Yes, we do do the um, gift giving and sharing and exchanging and all that. But um, we yeah. do. Yeah, and we also so, talked yeah. about that at extent, like, a lot in detail before we got married. Right. Like, we discussed, like, hey, I don't do this. I don't plan on doing this. You right. do do this. Okay. And we discussed it. So, it wasn't a surprise that when Christmas came along and I was, like, chilling. Mm-hmm. Like, he already knew that was, you know. Yeah. So, it's like, if you have things and differences, discuss them ahead of time. There's nothing worse than being, like ambushed with by the way my entire in-laws are gonna go stay at my house for a week at christmas yeah. every year when you right. never discuss that so right <laughs> can you imagine um right. but i'm kind of um hospitality lady so i probably would enjoy that <laughs> correction she has enjoyed it um sidebar sh- her first basically the first christmas when we got married because we got married in December. Um, she was having a ball for her first little Christmas. Mm. She's like, I, all these gifts, she didn't know what to do with herself. Mm. Right? Mm, no comment. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, no comment. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But uh, yeah, thanks guys for listening. That was the end of segment one. We will be right back at you after this. Peace. I remember thinking back on the days, had each other back, everyone safe. I remember all the childish ways, running crazy with the smiles on our face. I remember when things changed, people switching up a clout fame. People changed, they clothes changed, they name changed, and then things changed. But I wasn't in it. Me and my folks, we kept it a tenant, always keeping it a tea. Even if the people leave, they was never meant to eat. Real life. Hello, 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 YBM listeners. We are back. 
segment two for your ears. Our wisdom word is Proverbs 16:24. Gracious words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. Be gracious. Be kind to your in-laws. So yeah. Can't say it better than that, huh? Can't say it better than that. <laughs> the word. So you're married and you have in-laws. So this next segment is about relationships with in-laws. So what works in your family most likely won't work in your spouse's family. It might, but it might not. Um, yeah. It's an error to assume that all the nuances and twerks that you have in your own family will work in the relationship with your in-laws. You might grow up calling your parents by their first name and your in-laws might find that one of the most disrespectful things ever. So don't assume be open to learn, be open to correction. When in doubt, ask your spouse. Those are his people, you know, mm-hmm. his or her people. Yep. They can help navigate you through the family that they came from. Like, you know, they're the great navigator. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. For example, my family is more so, I guess, let me, let me tread lightly here, y'all. Got a, got a gun to my head. Um, no. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, my family is more like, I guess, um, physical and lovey-dovey when it comes to expressing, you know, daily love and, you know, affirmations. Hmm. So we hug more, you know, we, you know, you know, a little bit more touchy more in, mm-hmm. in that sense of, you know, just, you know, putting the arm around each other, love, hmm. all that warm, embracing kind of thing. Her family... Not too much. <laughs> Dang, he make us sound like no. Not so, that's just not your. That's just not y'all's universal family. So one of the things language. that I noticed um, is like in, in my, my husband's family, family they're more quiet. Really if the TV's talk, on, people literally will talking, watch the TV in silence. <laughs> and I and it's just different. So. I don't go there and run my mouth the whole time while the show's on because that's what I do in my family. But over there, they they want to enjoy the, the the show. Yeah, and that's so weird to me to go in a house and it's quiet. <laughs> right. But weird to go to a house when it's quiet. Weird to talk um, and have one hundred and twenty seven thousand words when a movie is on. <laughs> Two two very weird things. But I also grew up in a house with five children and two parents. And in his house, it was two parents and two children. So just different differences. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Cool. All right. When when conflicts arise, Mm. it's just going to happen in most cases. Um, Not all, but it's how you deal with the conflict with in-laws. Um, there's different types of conflict. You know, how do you deal with conflict when it involves you and your spouse and communicating with your in-laws uh, about your conflict? Um, a, a huge a huge sidebar to this. Mm-hmm. We can unpack this greatly, but one of the greatest pieces of marriage advice that we got mm-hmm. in premarital counseling was to not have your in-laws involved in your in your marriage mm. between our our you know personal conflict between you know my wife and I they are never to really know what it is or what's going on none of that because 
pretty much 99.9% of the time that can never come from a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Neutral place. Neutral place. Or, and or they can't, it's just, their advice is going to be somewhat in a general skewedness Mm -hmm. when it comes to like, you know, sorting it out. Because their their advice is also going to come from your spouse's background of how, you know, they think and everything. But you are creating your own nucleus and your own family tree and your own home. Mm-hmm. You guys just started your own tree. Mm-hmm. Y'all are going to be the great-great-grandparents one day. So you should start your own lineage and own communication without their influence because they've influenced it enough already. Yeah. But I say all that to say... Like, every marriage should have trusted source of counsel. But your parents probably are not the best source. Right. This isn't a definite, but just... There are some cases like, daddy's a pastor, it's marriage counseling, they're super neutral, godly people that can look at this and give you non-biased advice. I'm not saying that's not out there, but you're like straightforward case like you know the son don't go to your mom and tell your mom about what your wife's doing and she ain't folding your laundry and she ain't washing your clothes you know that just doesn't create a good culture you know right and like daughter don't go to your your dad like daddy he don't do what you you know it's like you don't want your daddy to come in opposed to your husband because these things now we're not speaking about abuse physical or verbal abuse we're speaking in that case that these marriages are healthy in terms of you know we're, we're not speaking about like abuse situations but you don't want to be like um mom my husband won't do this he blah 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 he blah 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 he blah 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 and have your mom create a narrative in her mind of your husband that once you get past that stage because in the beginning of marriage y'all are messes oftentimes yeah and you don't want your parents to have this thing in their mind of your spouse at day she one had, of marriage. Yeah, they have a whole nother lens about mm-hmm. them. And y'all could not even be, y'all could be that. two years removed from that situation mm-hmm. or issue or mm-hmm. whatever, but they always have this lens on them or some, this kind of viewpoint in their mind. That also goes with other things, mm-hmm. but especially in, in, in marriage, mm-hmm. you want to stay far, far away from that. And you honestly just want to stay far from a negative speaking um about your spouse in general in general yeah i mean even in joking i mean you you can kind of i mean you can gauge what's needed or you can just talk about what's needed and what's okay and what's not okay Mm -hmm. um as far as like joking about you know yeah i say hey she got a big head but maybe i'm I'm saying you know what i mean like i'm saying if that (laughs) you gotta see you gotta see if that's okay be like hey is it okay if i you know say this in front of the family right or not i see yeah yeah and also um you don't want to gossip about your spouse to your parents and also you don't want to cross that line because you become one flesh with your spouse you leave your father and mother right. and you become one with your spouse and you don't want to cross that line to where you're creating like a connection with your parents and that's overriding your relationship with your husband like where they're involved in your personal decisions like oh do we get the house and they're the ones making the decision for you or you know sometimes parents can get so interlocked in their children's business right. that it becomes like you haven't left, you know, they call it leave and cleave. Leave and cleave, Like yeah. you haven't left your parents and cl- like 
gotten close to your spouse because they're still so involved. Right. So you don't want that situation. Right. There's nothing worse than that, honestly. Well, yeah, there are things worse than that. But you don't want that. You don't, you know, you There's, don't want to have to deal with that later. Right. Just another layer of mess and, you know, in, in some cases, baggage too mm-hmm. that needs to be unpacked um, before the wedding date. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some uh, spouses or potential spouses can be used to that mm-hmm. and used to that, like that culture of like, you know, this is how I'm going to talk to my my mom or my dad about the person I'm, I'm seeing or my fiance or husband mm-hmm. or whatever. That, that, that is a, a huge baggage issue or it can, can become a huge baggage issue that can have a domino effect of you know a lot of hurt a lot of skewed viewing what we were talking about um in your relationship together absolutely like you don't want it like the wife shouldn't have to compete with her husband's mother for her husband's attention right like you should not be competing with his mom like he you know and vice versa the husband shouldn't it seems as if moms kind of be in the mess i don't know i know dads do too sometimes but i mean that that's just that's just how it is Mm-hmm. And vice versa, you know, like daughters, are you on the phone all day with your moms when your husband is over here sitting off and he like, yo, are you done? Right. Like I even have to catch myself sometimes. Sometimes mom conversations are like really great, <laughs> but you got to like cut them off. You know, don't don't let them impede on your um, marriage. Um, right. Because have you seen that like message that says like son talking to <laughs> how did it go <laughs> son talking to mother or single son talking to mother was like five seconds and then it was like married son talking to mother straight to voicemail yeah like married. Yeah. and then like yeah what was it single single daughter uh, to single, mother single daughter to mother 20 minutes 20 minutes and then it was like married daughter to mother four hours four hours <laughs> I was like, oh my. The length of phone call. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, yo. (laughs) Why is it so accurate? But no. It is accurate um, a little bit. Because when you get married and have kids, you're like, okay, I get my mom. I finally understand her. Right. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just keep an eye out on those things. So, that's dealing with conflict in the marriage and and in-laws input on it. Yeah. Now there's another type of conflict. Got to be proactive in that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another type of conflict that we're going to talk about in our last segment. Yeah. In our last segment. Right after these messages. <laughs> I've been real no cap. I'm trying to make a moment for the homies and spirit. Give me a moment for the first time in my hometown. Oh, wait. Let me slow down. I make ten toes down. Segment three is honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you so that your days may be long and that it may go well with you in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Deuteronomy 5.16. This is actually a commandment from the Lord to honor your father and mother. Honor. Honor. Yeah, give honor. Honor. Um, It's a huge thing our young people today are missing. (laughs) Yeah, the leader from our church said something like amazing. He was saying like authority is actually neutral and we're to honor authority. Yeah. And you can either have a good mom or a bad mom. Either way, she's the authority and you should honor her, whether she be good or bad. Correct. Now, there's other things that come from under that. 
in the way that you behave and this and that. Correct. But even if she is um, not a good mom, she's still the authority and you should honor that authority, honor her. So, I mean, that kind of was a revelation for me. Yes. And super helpful. Very Because I think oftentimes we might see the faults in our parents and it, it makes us dishonor them. But honoring someone doesn't mean that you are doing everything they tell you to do or you do this or that or this. But it's a, it's a position of the heart and it's a way that you treat um, the person. So, yeah. Honor your, honor your in-laws, too. Right? <laughs> yes. You must. Mm-hmm. Segment three, setting boundaries and dealing with conflict again. Yeah. Yeah. In-laws, believe it or not, can be a factor mm-hmm. that leads to a divorce. Mm-hmm. Both husband and wives should, you know, should take these matters seriously and should seek to resolve and create healthy boundaries for healthy relationships with your in-laws. Absolutely. Yeah. Because your interactions with the in-law can create a rift. Mm -hmm. um, And that kind of goes back to knowing how the family operates Mm -hmm. and how to communicate like... Well, I can't. I can kind of do this now, but mm-hmm. like day one, I couldn't just walk up to your mom and just like give her, you know, a big bear hug because that would be <laughs> that would be a little weird. <laughs> She'd be like, "Boy, if you <laughs> but I can do that with my mom. It's just like learning. It's like learning the language, mm-hmm. you know, learning yeah. the language and learning like." You just gotta learn that person. It's a whole. You're not just like like we said earlier. You're not just taking on that person. You're taking on like that whole family background. Mm-hmm. You're you're now a part of this new um, whole community of mm-hmm. people and how they act and interact and think. So um, yeah. Well, like, what do you do when um, your in law? And this can be like mother-in-law, father-in-law, sister-in-law, brother-in-law does something that causes a rift or there's a disagreement or conflict with you and an in-law. Like, how do you handle that? So, um, the way that we're kind of encouraging, now take and leave whatever you hear. If you hear wisdom, you know, is to let your spouse, who is actually the family member, mm-hmm. take the lead in disagreements. Like, if your in-law does something to you... Especially in the beginning. Yeah, especially, like, beginning. If that if something like that happens with you, relay how you feel to your spouse and let your spouse either one-on-one direct it to their in-law, to their, not in-law, to their family member, mm-hmm. or be like a mediator for you. Because when issues arise, um, they are most likely going to show more grace to their actual blood relative than you. I know that sounds crazy, right? But especially in the beginning, um, I think there was a study that showed it would it takes like up to five years to really feel acclimated in a new family like when you marry into a family it takes a it takes longer than you would think yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and you're saying that let your spouse who is actually um family mm-hmm. take the lead mm-hmm. yeah so like in instances with us um my husband might communicate to me, hey, when this particular person in your family did this to me, I felt this way. Mm-hmm. And then I take that information and then I go to the family member and I'm like, hey, um, please don't do this because of this reason. Mm-hmm. And um, 
and vice versa. If someone in his family did something or has done something, then I might say, hey, babe, when this happened, I felt this way. Right. Can you tell them not to do it again? Right. And he is the one that goes to. Like, this has happened on both our sides. Yes. And we've done this. And it just kind of, like, relieves the pressure because, number one, you know your family better than they do. Correct. And they know their family better than you do. Yes. So in my family, you might have to come really humbly or, you know, be really like tiptoe into this topic. Mm -hmm. His family might just be blunt and just be like, hey, don't do this again. Mm -hmm. Um, And they know how to handle it better than you do, basically. Mm -hmm. In most cases. Yes, that is true. That is very, 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 very true. I can think of an instance that arose and I um, addressed the in-law directly instead of going through the blood relative to address the in-law. Mm-hmm. And, late, and like years later, it came up when I thought it was like cool and resolved. But I realized at the very beginning, had I addressed my blood relative to address their spouse, um, they probably would have conveyed it in a way that would have not um, been an issue, right? Right, because you can communicate with your blood relative Mm -hmm. a whole lot more efficient Mm -hmm. than you can communicate with your Mm in-law, you know, because you know your blood relative. I mean, your blood relative knows you better than the in-law. The in-law. Yeah. So you have to... you. It's kind of like a bridge <laughs> because that's how you guys are connected anyhow mm-hmm. is the bridge. So that's really how you need to get things across. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you can move past that. You can move past that for sure. But especially if there's tension. And it takes time. Right. Because, yeah. Yeah. Especially in the beginning, mm-hmm. like we were saying, because you're new to this. Everybody's new to this. And, you know, there's, there's a period that there's an acclimation period mm-hmm. of, you know, learning everybody's language. Language, learning, yeah. hey, this is how you can kind of talk to this person. This is how you can't kind of talk to this person. And I honestly prefer that period. Like, I think I would let that be the norm just for our marriage. Yeah. That's a very, very, that's a great and safe way to play yeah. it. But if you know that your relationship with an in-law, you know, has gotten to like a, you know, a better point mm-hmm. or yeah, whatever, you know what I mean? You can, you, you just kind of gauge and have some like discernment about it. And uh, mm-hmm. read into it that way. So yeah. yeah, like very practical. Your mother-in-law says something to you that hurts your feelings. If you, you know, some relationships are to the point where you can be like, hey, that hurt my feelings. Some are not. Right. So you go to your husband and say, or your, yeah, your husband or your wife and say, hey, when she said this, I felt that way. And then they come to them and they get this resolution. Now an issue does arise when one of the spouses is not strong enough to confront mm-hmm. a controlling parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, you have those, sometimes you have those parents that are super domineering and controlling and that your spouse is just kind of under their thumb and kind of like will not Oh, she their can ad- do no wrong or something yeah. like that. Or I don't want to hurt her feelings even though she's continually hurting your feelings. Right, right. You know? Yeah. And that's the tough thing that most people don't fully understand or want to understand or Mm -hmm. want to even take on. When the two become one flesh, that takes precedent over everybody on earth. Mm. Mm -hmm. There's no one there's no one greater, even when you have those little children. Mm. 
that's it. Because mama and daddy, you left the nest, little birdie. You got to fly on your own. Like, you put away the childish things. You, you grew up. You went through all these things. Like, you guys got your own home. You got to establish your own identity. You are your own tree. You're going to be yeah. somebody's... You're going to be somebody's great-great-grandparents one day. And you are the point of reference. And it, it all... Like, everything is between right. you two. So... And sometimes people are too afraid to hurt their parents to really put boundaries that need to be there. Like, um, no, mom, you cannot speak to my wife this way. No, No. mom, you can't speak to my husband this way. And if you continue, you don't have to be around us. Like, honestly, that's like the that's like the. The thing, I don't know if a lot of people want to just acknowledge, but if it comes to the point to where an in-law is being abusive and badgering your spouse or your family or your unit like you do not have to be around that you can decide we're not going to come around right until you treat us the way that our marriage deems necessary not in a bratty way guys not talking about like if you don't give us money for christmas we ain't coming around but like in a real way of like you have someone that's mistreating your spouse or mistreating your children don't continue to put them in that environment because it's your parent right or it's your family like you just don't yeah the overall health is not worth satisfying somebody's you know whatever whatever Mm -hmm. they want whatever Mm um well yeah you gotta be willing to walk away if you need like in in our instances if our we have awesome in-laws and we love our family but had we had an instance where they were abusive or they were mistreating or they were doing things that was affecting our marriage in a negative way both of us were willing to just kind of step away from our families because the health of our marriage was more important like we both would have been willing to do that yeah it was not necessary but we were willing yeah like well are you willing to do that if if it's necessary i honestly think if you're not and this is kind of like a surprise to you i you i think you need to go back a couple steps and reevaluate what you think of marriage and your in your view of marriage and this this whole entire topic of involving in-laws mm-hmm. and even more so if deeper we believe everybody should be doing this anyhow but um really sit down and get some strong marital counseling and talk mm-hmm. through this yeah because it is very 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 important and this will save you so much so much um growing pains and mm. hurt on the in the long run and on the back end because everything we talk on this show we've either experienced or we've seen it directly in front of our eyes ourselves so um please take heed mm-hmm. please mm-hmm. yes and you know if there's a conflict you know go in prayer before you know often conflict when that happens, there's spiritual components that are shifted and uncovered, mm-hmm. and it's a spiritual thing. Um, so if you pray and you, you know, really put the Lord, let Him go before you in the issue, He'll give you like a, a wisdom to handle the situation. Especially you and your spouse pray together. 
You know, sometimes it's like, okay, this is just who this parent is and we're going to limit our time around them. Sometimes it's something that you can work out and come to an agreement with. It just, it depends. Brother, sister, uncle, cousin, whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. not, it's, it's not worth it. It's not worth the, um, I don't know, anxiety, pain, um, frustration, emotional mm-hmm. strife for your spouse at somebody else's, you know, exp- expense um, to put to put your spouse in front of that uh, on a consistent basis without it being addressed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We got to put on our big girl and big boy pants. <laughs> big girl, big boy. We can't be the um, the little baby. You you know, you're now the woman and the man of a household. Got to grow up. So it's like, ooh, that switching of roles from child to now I'm uh, I'm over a household myself. So, you go. Honor always, but I can honor from a distance. <laughs> you absolutely can. It's possible. But... Praise God, we've got amazing in-laws. I love my in-laws. Yes, love them. Love them dearly. We really do. Great. (laughs) Great people. Well, everybody, that was the end of the episode. We thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening Mm -hmm. to this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, If this brought you any kind of value or any kind of wisdom or help speaking to your situations, please let us know. Um, you can send us an email, ybm901 at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook, Young Black and Married, YBM901. Um, Anchor, thank you for all your listens and, awesome. and, and, and likes yeah. and everything. We really, really appreciate you. You could have been listening to anything mm-hmm. in the world, but you were listening to us. And we really, we really love appreciate you guys. We love you all. Let us know what you think. We're, we're, we're excited to hear from you guys. we got some great things coming up on the shows in the future. And um, you won't be disappointed. Mm-hmm. We thank you guys. We love you and we out of here. Okay. Peace out. <laughs>